It's July 30th, 2009, and this episode is rated E for everyone. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And this is Idle Thumbs 26, 35. And you're Jake Rodkin. 36. <laughs> 36. Yes. And I'm Jake Rodkin. <laughs> and yeah. we're trying this again. Yes, yes we, we are. We haven't heard the first one yet. No. You might soon. So we're warning you now, because I think we forgot to actually append a warning to that one. We went wrong <laughs> the first time. Oh, no. There's, there's a prepended. Uh, oh, is there? Is that a word? Sure. <laughs> there's a there's a pre-announcement saying what you're about to hear may contain dicks, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, we we went off the rails earlier this week, which is why this one's coming out a little late. So, uh, for everyone who always asks to hear the horrible abominations uh, that we throw away, that we throw away because yes, sometimes we come the, back uh, and say, come, you know, sometimes we've shown up late in the week saying, ah, uh, we apologize that a horrible thing happened. <laughs> this time we might we might release it, and you will. You will cry, eat possibly. Eat our garbage. You will eat our garbage. <laughs> can a video game make you cry? Yes. Can, yeah. a, can a video game podcast make you cry? <laughs> You'll find out in a couple of days if we if we bother. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll try. Spoiler, so, we're it, back. It There's some stuff in there that's that's worth... Because there's some games we're probably not going to talk about again on today's. Unfortunately. Like Mr. Eats or whatever. <laughs> Eats and, well, Dragon Age and... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, and uh, research and development. Research and development. Yeah, people yeah. keep asking us to talk about that. Yeah, it's kind so, of I mean, unfortunate. So should, should we we relegate that's it unfortunate to, that, they, that they have to waste yeah, through our, we, we our sea of garbage to get to that uh, yeah. little nugget. Um, uh, we can safely say research and development is a great mod. Yes. Uh, so if you own Half Life Two Episode Two, go check out the mod research and development. Definitely. Uh, if you want to hear a more <laughs> in depth opinion, some, yeah. you must yes. dig through a swimming pool full of feces. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get ready for that coming yeah. soon. Yep. Um, now that now that we've sufficiently freaked you out over this hypothetical future content that yeah. may or may not exist, hopefully that means it's not that bad now. Anyway, yeah, exactly. We're setting you up for for the worst. It'll just be the second worst. It's yeah, it's second. They were making it sound more exciting. I think people who are listening to this like after that one has been released are probably going to stop listening to this now and immediately go to that. Yeah, it's just, just a regular podcast. Uh, but we keep talking about stuff. Like, poo. It's just ugh. anyway. Yeah. So what's up? We love video games. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do video yes. games. Yeah. You guys been checking out any video games? <laughs> In the last two days? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, before we get into that, I want to... <laughs> before we talk about video games, let's talk about something totally let's different. Let's derail. Uh, no, I want to talk about Electronic Arts because I um, was listening into their shareholders meeting today, which is something I used to always cover at Shack News You know, every year. They do it once a year. And um, I was going to cover it for Gama Sutra, and I didn't end up actually writing a story on it, and this is why. So we, it's two, two o'clock, you know, we call in, uh, on the phone there listening to, to EA shareholder meetings down at their actual headquarters in Redwood Shores. John Riccatello, uh, is given, you know, the CEO is giving the, the address. He's listing off this, all the executives who are there with him. They're all going to present this thing. He goes in a little spiel about their fiscal results in the, you know, recently. And he's, you know, we had a tough first, first half last year, good first half last year, tough second half. And he, you know, talks about kind of what they didn't do right, what they did do right. You know, how many games they've got high Metacritics and how many great APs they've, IPs they've created recently. And it kind of gives a standard pitch and then, and then kind of just moves right on to uh, what they're doing in the upcoming year and then, and then questions. And so, you know, after all, it's been like 10 minutes. It's a really short presentation. And he goes right into questions. And so he's, he opens it up and first guy comes up and this guy basically gets up there and he's like, um, hello there. Um, well, I got to say, uh, in the past... I look forward to these meetings every year because they were really fun. 
you had some great game demos. It was pretty exciting. Um, and I just got to say, the previous guy, the old CEO, he uh, did a much better job making it fun. And uh, <laughs> ever since you've taken over, just keeps every year, just gets shorter and shorter and less fun. So I got to know what, what you're going to do about that. And John Riccatello is just like, uh, well, you know, um, we do these via audio for most people. So we don't really see the point in um, putting a bunch of videos up there and game demos. And like, you can go to our site and we have lots of videos <laughs> and, and Man, you can watch them there. Secret reveal. Anytime you want. Um, Shareholders might be a, the web forum for a yeah, company, they, possibly. They, yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah. They really are. And so, and so, uh, it's like, he's like, doesn't know what to say. You know, he's like, well, that's, that's it. You know, they're short. We don't really feel the need to drag it on. You can go on the internet and watch videos. And then the guy's like, okay, well, um, I don't see anyone behind me. So I'm just going to keep asking more questions. Is that okay? And we can tell us like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Do people on the phone get to answer, do Q and A's as well? Or is um, it? I think so, but no one did, I guess. I think people are waiting for the actual, like, real fiscal results on Friday. This was just the shareholder yeah. meeting. It wasn't oh, okay. the actual, yeah, like, yeah. full-on analyst thing. It wasn't, yeah, the, the financial conference call. Yeah, it wasn't the actual people who are who have real questions about actual important <laughs> right. things. It's the people who, like, I own three shares of EA, and I'm going to come spout my mouth or whatever. And so this guy's like, well, I don't see anyone behind me, so I'm just going to ask some more questions. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> and so he goes on, he's like, just wanted to say, I wanted to commend you. For not buying Take Two last year, that would have cost a lot of money, and uh, <laughs> you saved the company lots of money, and I appreciate that. And he, he goes on for like five minutes with his whole like moral thing about how great it was that they didn't buy Take Two, and then he goes, he's like, "So why didn't you buy them?" And uh, Riccatello's like, "Well, you know, I don't know. We were pretty public about it. Like we had a very specific time frame and per share cost, and Take Two management didn't didn't agree with that, so we didn't we didn't do it. Uh, we said that's what we wanted, and they didn't do it. He's like, "Well, it's great." Saved a lot of money. Good job. And I, I got another question here. And uh, and this guy, he just goes on. It 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 was the most baffling thing ever. And um, you were saying that there were like twelve executives up on the panel. Yeah, there are all these people. He's going through, and he's like, "Yeah, we got you know, uh, Peter Moore, EA Sports. We got uh, Rod Humble, EA Play. We got this guy." He's going and listing, and he starts getting into like CFO and like accountant and like chief counsel and all these all these roles got all these billions of people and like the only person who asks anything the whole time is this one dude who just gets up there it's like well this is my opinion on what I want, this what i want is the artist's rendering of, of <laughs> the this courtroom of the courtroom sketch of of the guy at the mic alone nobody else in the audience and then just like 16 executives just <laughs> what sort I of want, slumped over man, in their chairs right. kind of like what drooling. i want is how many dollars did that fucking shareholder cost <laughs> yeah. all the other shareholders like cost cost that company where it's like here is like the pantheon of six figure <laughs> yeah. None yeah. Of them executives doing their jobs all right. sitting there right. listening to this dude for a half hour like <laughs> that, like my whole salary might have gone away in that guy's Q and A session yeah yeah it was pretty epic and and so anyway he gets to the end and he's like. Anyway, that's all my questions. Thanks. And then Enrique tells is like, anyone else? All right, no? All right, we're done. And, like, and then it immediately cuts it like, like the, like the, right. the whole the music. music. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was hysterical. Oh, that's amazing. The EA shareholders meeting is always one of the highlights of my, of my uh, news. <laughs> like, gear. There have been some great ones in the past. Like there was the um, – I was talking about Nick – telling Nick about this earlier back at Shaq when I was there. I, I wrote one up one year that was like uh, – 
some guy gets up there and he's and this was so EA had bought Mythic Entertainment, the right. company that that makes uh, Warhammer Online, and this guy gets up there and he's like, so now that you've um now that you've bought Warcraft, um are we going to be seeing way more profits now? And Rigatello was just oh like, oh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> no, we bought Mythic Entertainment. They make Warhammer, but we really think that's going to be a great game. So we um, we're <laughs> really looking forward to to uh, that. It is a web forum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then this other guy, I don't remember if he's the same year or not. He gets up and he's like, um, I'm just wondering, will there be any gifts? Yeah, and, I think we like, talked about this. Yeah, maybe. I think we have. Yeah, and and this guy just basically wanted free food and gifts. He's basically a game journalist. Uh, presumably so <laughs> yeah so yeah Ta-da. so that was funny <laughs> i uh I, that's why things are the I, way they are yeah 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 i won't be able i won't get it up in time for the downloadable content thread but i i do want to get some uh some uh transcription of this latest of this latest call up there because it's pretty hilarious and i don't think anyone else listens to this shit or covers it because so, who cares yeah i know because all they're going to be covering is excuse me yeah i was told there would be a game demo at this shareholders meeting they had shrimp last year yeah. <laughs> the best thing about this guy is he was talking about how he was charting the year but it's like every year gets a little bit shorter and a little bit less fun you're nowhere <laughs> as fun you're not nowhere near as fun as the last guy yeah i know i love that <laughs> the last ceo yeah, the old guy was really way a, like, like, are you kidding? You think that, that like, I, I guess his job is like, it's like the camp I'm, counselor. I'm really stressing over the, the shareholders meeting. <laughs> yeah, is it gonna wow them? We gotta get some <laughs> sweet demos. <laughs> Don't forget the treats and the gifts. <laughs> treats, gifts, and demos. Yeah. Successful company. That's the recipe. Yeah. So yeah. So that happened. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. I want to go to the next one. Yeah, I know. Physically, I know. like just, yeah. actually attend. Just, yeah, I have like share. six shares of EA. Do you? Yeah. Nice. See, yeah, I'm going. You're a shareholder. Yeah, I'm bringing s'mores. Did you notice that Nick uh, wasn't signed on to AIM during the shareholders meeting? He was, <laughs> he was, he was listed as away. <laughs> yep, Nick. <laughs> I own six shares. I want treats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So that that happened, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What else happened? Nikki, there was like, an epic Mickey. Oh yeah, there's the epic Mickey thing. Yeah. Some more, some more artwork of this got out. This was a game that I think we talked about on the podcast before because Gamma Sutra we we reported on it last year. Yeah. Um, and didn't actually release any of the concept art. I don't remember why, but we had a bunch of concept art and we didn't we didn't put <laughs> That's it out. A good there. choice. Well, I mean, we we described it, but I think we we I don't know. There was some issue where we just didn't, didn't post it. Or... Yeah, we we decided not because it was leaked. You know what I mean? I think we just mm-hmm. decided not to not to make it public. But someone else did today or this week. So was it the same stuff? There. Uh, yeah, some of the same stuff and then some other stuff. I thought that was stuff was official. Enough of the internet posted it. That it was, no, it was, it was definitely just, leaked. Just a dude. Well, I think part of, some of it was leaked and then some of it was just a guy's unprotected resume. Yes. Like yeah. it was oh. It was not ever pu- intended to be publicly released. But yeah. um, this is the game that Warren Spector is, is you know, allegedly making at Disney. Uh, and it's some crazy like steampunk uh, Mickey Mouse adventure mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Some of the art is awesome, and some of it is horrible. Like the horrible, like mutant, like Doom right. mutant, like video game. The Krang crap. monster with the uh, the what? Go- <laughs> the Krang. Wait, Kang. What, 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 what was it? What was from Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's Krang. Krang. Uh, yeah, Krang. Yeah, yeah. There's like a. Oh, it's the brain. The the, the yeah. sort of sentient brain that lives inside a giant robot man. Yeah, it lives he's in his got, chest. Like he's Metroid? got spider legs. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. With except this has a goofy head. 
and like Jafar yeah, right. in the torso and, like, or Jafar something. Jafar in the yeah. torso, yeah. Jafar's face is just sort of like... <laughs> Wait, so all they have to do... It is a, it is a is Krang to... with Jafar's face instead of Krang? It's more or less, yeah. yeah. What they need to do is, is turn Jafar's head upside down like the Doom... Like the Doom... <laughs> oh, right, the, skull the Doom spider. 3 skull. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put two machine guns on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the actual... Like that crazy like... Pinocchio whale plus, or yeah, I guess that's what it Epcot. was. Plus, yeah, plus the, the, the crumbling, crumbling Epcot. Like, like on the, the Death that was Star pretty Epcot. awesome. Yeah, like that was a like to see that in a game if it was rendered nicely would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yep. except this um, is on the. It Wii, might be a Wii game, right? Is yeah. it a Wii game? Yeah. Oh, that's the rumor anyway. Yeah. Not to be forum asshole, but I don't know. <laughs> I know that's that's well, actually I mean, that's, really that's depressed a, me like, this morning because it, it was the artist listed it on this thing as a Wii game. Is it is that what it is? Because I keep like people like. Was that that's like this game is like anti-announced, right? This doesn't exist. Right. Well, the one yeah, thing no, I think Disney has never commented on this. So I mean, that, I think what Warren Spector said though was that fans might call him some kind of a sellout, and I think that may be what he was referring to. Is the fact I that thought it was referring game. to the fact that he's making a game with Mickey Mouse. That's what I thought he was referring Perhaps. to. Yeah. And Warren Spector does not consider Mickey Mouse cool. Right. I know, I think well, I think Warren cool. Spector does, <laughs> but yeah, but he, I think he might he think that thinks fans other people think don't because yeah. he was saying how much. He, how excited he was to make he was so to make excited an epic mickey it's like yeah oh my god i'm gonna be making i don't know it's hard thing. to look at that concept art and say you're selling out i mean that's pretty hard no no i think it's cool it's no, I'm just saying like, some of it some of it's cool, it's really hard yeah. to look at that concept art and think we yeah, yeah I, I, know. I agree well and that. i was looking at that yeah. stuff like like the epcot in the in the distance and going you know god that's gonna like, be a flat like ugly that, texture yeah, that, on the Wii. that piece yeah. of concept art is like the entirety of of like like just what a week can fill per frame i think i mean i if it's yeah if that's all moving around and stuff yeah yeah that's a bold it's a bold uh yeah i suppose they could cut corners and do some kind of 2d 3d oh thing, you can right? always cut corners but <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean i also feel like if if i mean yeah it seems weird for disney to put a game out for that only was the week what... i mean maybe this guy whose resume was posted is working at like the satellite studio who was doing the Wii port was he i don't know Maybe not. No, I mean that's a good question. That's I don't know. I, I, I feel oh like, no, it was Junction Point. He did say okay, Junction Point. I, I don't but. know. I, I feel like given that nothing is actually known about this game, it would be amusing for the internet to know things about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I also feel like that would be, it would be a strange move to put on the weed and go for that audience specifically because I know I, I feel like that's the I, yeah. the Mickey Mouse character is one that sort of just like in sort of untouched like very more traditional Mickey Mouse form. Mm -hmm. The only real audience that has any significant wide resonance with at this point i imagine would be kids or or fairly old like adults Older who are adults, old enough yeah. to like because he's not used as he's no. not used in any feature level animation these days kids he's not aren't like used, hey mickey they're yeah, they're like hey right. buzz Lightyear. He's, as far as whatever, games he's only used like in kids Nemo. games really or kingdom like, hearts or yeah. kingdom hearts but that's you know that's the gaming audience mainly yeah. i mean right and adolescents i mean it's, it's right, becoming I mean, a nostalgia thing at this point right the yeah the people i think who are Interested well, in the, Kingdom Hearts, but but maybe <laughs> I was going to say something rude against people who like Japanese RPGs. Accidentally, um, Ooh. I don't know. I don't like them. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I think that game sort of shows that that just people who are sort of familiar enough with the sort of Disney iconography to be interested in seeing it sort of presented in a yeah. new way or subverted. Well, those right. are the people who would be interested in a game like this, I this think. Right. A, yeah, yeah, it's a dark twist on, on, on Mickey's. Well, a dark, it, a dark twist. Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> oh, I mean, Jesus. well, but also... More predictable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but uh but yeah i mean like as a going for that we audience that like you know i mean it's not like an e for everyone game is it I well mean, i mean it probably would it probably will be rated that way but it's maybe i mean regard i mean i don't think it'll it have has, like, bloody, zombie it has, like, bloody that, that shambling goofy robot yeah that's pretty I, well i just <laughs> i don't think they're gonna put any gore or anything into it i, I just mean the tone of the game is just you know you, it seems you odd to the concept that where where mickey mouse was spraying particle blood from his <laughs> eyes and sort of flailing around like a, yeah. a happy kermit yeah. the frog it just seems like something to me that would be successful or at least as successful on on a, on a you know on the 360 and it's it's too bad if it's limited in terms of its art but you know i bet it's not yeah you think it's not i think it's i think it's i think there's no limits no i think that uh i think <laughs> that it, I, it's it would it would strike me as crazy to make that a multi-platform or a not multi-platform game unless disney is sort of just expecting it to be super niche or yeah. burying it i mean i mean disney has has been pretty gung-ho lately about about putting i mean i don't think buena vista exists anymore but putting the stuff that wouldn't traditionally have fallen into buena vista like really focusing on nintendo platforms recently <laughs> like they've they've they have you know they've got all their like that specific brand yeah. that they put on the wii and the D ds and they keep talking about how they're establishing all these publishing initiatives on the wii and all this stuff it feels like that's really where they're where they're they're focus is right now you know aside from like turok and stuff like that right so i don't know hmm. all right i mean who knows if this game's even still in active development there's not i mean yeah it's, it's there's been or if that was that was, that was one thing that that was one yeah. thing that people pointed out is that uh like it's, I, I saw some comments were like yeah leaks like this mean a couple things and one of the things that they could mean is yes. that this game yeah. is no that's, longer in production that's what i said this, morning, this artist is looking for a job somewhere else and so well, he's showing new employers he just yeah. well okay the, the thing is the the um uh, the resume uh, update was in June, and he said, "I'm now at Junction Point working on this game for the Wii." So I mean, this June, last month. Yeah, last month. So some of that art was new. Well, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Most of it we'd definitely seen before. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Um, I think there. Yeah, there was one artist, and then there was another that did some. Sort yeah, of there were definitely black two. and white yeah. sketches and things. <laughs> But, uh, one of them definitely was the one who did all like there was the, all the ridiculous character concepts yes. that are stupid. That yeah. was definitely one guy. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> yeah, I my dad. Like, I didn't like those in case I didn't. Th <laughs> <laughs> it just I, that whole that whole thing is so common in video game concept art. This just like let's smash a bunch of bunch of different characters together and it'll be really disturbing and gross and weird. It's yeah. like it's such Maybe a like bolt a plate onto part. Yeah, of it exactly. For some reason. There's yeah. a hose coming off. Right. And then a brain, but it's a different guy. <laughs> right. It's just, it's such like a a stock sort of arena at this point. Where Hardcore it's, games. Yeah. what gamers want. <laughs> apparently. Apparently gamers really do want yeah, it. Yeah, they, they must. Yeah, I guess. It's weird. It's I don't, I think it's such a dry area at this point. Um, it's such, it's a I just mean like it's run dry. I didn't phrase that well. <laughs> Needs some moistening. It's like that's a particular the, area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Needs some Jake just lotion. scratched his arm there. There's yeah, no way to convey that. He might have been microphoned. Yeah. So Epic Mickey, who knows? Maybe there's an Epic Mickey. I hope they call it that if true. If, uh, you know. War Inspector's Epic Mickey. <laughs> yeah. I think we actually have talked about that specific thing on the podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, we All we do is repeat ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about that Far Cry 2? Yeah. Mm. Trying. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What have you been playing, Nick? I played Neo Tokyo a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you beat it? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's Jake's question in every on every podcast. Wait, repeat your question, Jake. I just want to know if you did. Did you beat it? Yeah, no, I lost a lot. I got killed quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I tried it, and I also got killed a lot. Yeah, although I was doing better at the end. I don't know. It's, it's now people can write us in and tell remind us how much we suck at yeah. video games. Well, I got better. It, it's it's you know it's 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 a fairly hardcore tactical thing. If people haven't played it, it's it's um it's a bit like a more tactical Counter Strike, but. Uh, um, but with a theme of a more of tactical of, kind of strike in what sense? Well, it's slower and it, it's, it's, okay. it's more like rainbow six. Okay, um, yeah. it's sort of mixed with the counter strike, you know, source engine thing, but it, it's, it's what the, the theme is, is sort of Japanese anime, essentially right. like ghost in the shell. And, and, uh, also it's like, it's set in a place called Neo Tokyo. Well, yeah, <laughs> it actually looks really nice. I think it I mean, does. The maps the character are, models are kind of whatever, but the, yeah. the actual environments are pretty gorgeous, yeah, especially maps. for a mod, a mod game. <laughs> And for this being the first playable release, right? It looks pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, it's a mod game. Yeah, it's a mod. It's a Half Life Two mod. Yeah. It's been in the works forever. Apparently, I haven't really, I haven't really been following it. But oh, it's a Half Life Two module. It's a module. You a total conversion module. I like to call it. It's TC. A TC. I ran a new site about total conversions for a while. Did you? Really nice. Yeah, Yeah, it was called Converted Two for some reason. I inherited it from a friend of uh, Spaff, another Idle Thumbs guy. Sweet. I forgot about that. Sorry. Did you cover Neo Tokyo? What are your favorite TCs, no, we didn't. Jake? It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like a, it was a decade ago. Really? Yeah, I yeah. know. I was Jesus. thinking about that today, just thinking about, man, mods. Weird. Yeah. Well, someone wrote in to, um, I know. to criticize our lack of mod coverage, which, I mean, I'll read that oh, email dude, when we get Neo there. Neo Tokyo this week. Yeah, research and development. Research and development and the thesis coming up. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah I, I, I can't really get into Neo Tokyo very much, though. I mean, it. I didn't. I couldn't I, get into it either. Yeah, actually, I was playing with somebody who had played it when it launched, and 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 um, was saying that. Uh, well, Al- Alice Walker uh, from Shack News, she was saying that it's just apparently the community kind of abandoned this game pretty quickly. Like, really already? Yeah, we couldn't find many full servers, and the people who are still playing are. Uh, kind of impossibly uh, good well they're good but they're also not very um mobile they just they just sort of stand there and, and wait for for you know a lot of camping basically ah, so it's kind of like counter-strike and a lot of yeah yeah annoying people that you know are annoying and then then the people who are annoyed huh. by those people uh team kill them and then they get oh, kicked God. and it's just oh, it's one yeah, of these games yeah one of those yeah, games yeah. so but you know, outside of uh, things you can't control, it's it's not a bad game. It's just, no, I mean, it seemed fine. It just yeah, you know, it, it it's yeah. That I mean, it has a couple core is... mechanics. Where you can you can go stealth, you can cloak, and then there's a, a you know a vision thing that you can right. see people who are cloaked. And, yeah, and um, that's about it really. Other than that, it's just straight kind of capture the flag, you know, race to a central point, and then you know, sure. But there are a couple in, of interesting. It's in things. Neo Tokyo, though. Yeah, I mean, there's robots. It is a new Tokyo. It's the yeah. newest Tokyo. There's a couple of robots. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. It's a yeah, I, I got killed a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's it, I, I, actually, <laughs> I, it's it's actually very difficult to tell who is on your team. And so I, I ended had up, the same problem. I yeah. ended up, like, completely wasting a couple of my team members <laughs> com- totally by accident. And then it, what happens is you go down... You can go into negative experience on the, on the oh, little, like, progression. Does that subtract, oh, it like, subtracts weapon experience? choices. Oh, shit. So I had, like, one gun... And uh, I was walking around, and then I just got completely owned. Yeah, of course. Uh, 
So yeah, that was that was my unbiased experience. Of, yeah, uh, I, I agree with you though. The reticle is not like it's no, not you it's, know because the actual character models well, are not very yeah distinctive in that respect. They're and not then, distinctive at yeah. all. And then there's just a little reticle on each yeah. on each. And it, it only pops members. up when you've got the the cursor. When over you them, right? and so when you, you have that vision mode on, you, it's right. very difficult to see. But that's something that mods. You know, I mean, even like the original Counter Strike. Like Counter Strike had that problem for yeah, Counter Strike had that problem for a long time, and then they finally solved it. I mean, when they ruined it. I mean, that's what mods are theoretically supposed to do. You know, they're supposed to. They're to, supposed to have indecipherable teammates. Well, no, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're supposed to get all that shit worked out and then can you don't get that experience anywhere it. else outside of mods. No, I'm just saying, you know, this is the iteration where it feels like, yeah. yeah, it feels like they definitely waited until they felt this game was very, very, very far into. I mean, the last time I played any meaningful amount of Counter-Strike was, was well in the early betas, you know, I mean, when that game was first even already popular, yeah. it was so rough. You know, what I mean, they just yeah, got I it out there. The, and first, they just, the very first beta. Yeah, I, I think I played beta two was the first one rough, I played, yeah. and you know, it, it was good. We should compare the last time we talked about this and see what beta versions we all said we played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what beta number I said I played. I, I, um, I think it was like the second or third, but I, I yeah. can't. There's no way I could possibly. Yeah, be I sure. remember playing early betas and then stopping around the time there were vehicles that you could drive around. Exactly, in. me too. Yeah, we, we said that yeah. last vehicles time. Vehicles you oh, could okay. drive around. Yeah, there were there were a couple yeah they had tanks where you could ride tanks while there. Yeah. It was, I may have not have played that beta. <laughs> I, I definitely played that one. Yeah. That's actually one of my strongest Counter-Strike memories because it was so weird. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, like, we're yeah. all, like, I'll drive the thing. Like, you'll, that was what? a special map that... Uh, I don't, even, I don't remember there that. Were a couple, no, there were, I think there were a few maps that had a thing that moved around. And then, uh. and then someone said, why did we do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah, there were like shields at one point too. But, I, thought that yeah. was, I thought that was Condition Zero that has those. They added no, them to full Counter-Strike as well. Yeah. For, for like shields, a beta yeah. or two. Let's talk about Counter-Strike Yeah, Counter-Strike <laughs> yeah. beta. Ten-year-old yeah, Counter-Strike right. games. Oh, God, I love CS Siege. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that's a good map. Yeah. Anyway. That Fat Princess game is out, I think. Is it out? I think so. Or it's like out in a couple... <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's out yeah, this week, right? I mean... Yeah, right. Thursday. Probably by the time people, by the time people listen to this, it'll be out. Yeah. We've yeah. all played it. Did any, well, did, any, did either of you guys play it? No. No. I, 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 played the, <laughs> I was in the beta. I played that. Is it good? I, You know, I didn't like it. Really? I really wanted to. I've only to, heard good things. When they, oh, really? That's interesting. Because yeah. when they announced it, I um, I was pretty excited about it. I really liked well, the it concept. Well, like, it sounds like Team Fortress, but it but sort yeah. of twisted and put on a... Well, yeah, but it just princess. it yeah. ends up feeling very unfocused, and maybe part of this is like there's a community issue where you know once people start all getting the game and it'll it'll be better. But it, you kind of just run in there, and it kind of just feels like you can sort of run around and go. I mean, basically you've got you've each got a princess in your base, and it's sort of capture the flag, but with this with this princess that right. gets increasingly harder to to capture as she eats more cake and becomes fatter. And uh, it's a hilarious concept. I mean, it's a great concept for a game, and it looks good. Um, but it's like there's so many. It feels like there are so many multiplayer concepts thrown into this game that you can play it and just kind of run around and like kill a guy and there's no sense of like real urgency. So it's or... the Warhawk of, uh, of yeah, 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 yeah. It, <laughs> it, it has that problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know some people really like Warhawk and actually I, I did I did have some fun with that game. But yeah, it does you know that it does have sort of that similar thing where it's you you don't feel like there's a strong impetus that's moving you right. to the next. Yeah. And I I feel like Quake Wars kind of had that problem, mm -hmm. which is interesting because they they dedicated so so much of the interface to trying to solve that exact problem. Yep. It's it's tough to get around, but I think it with is. multiplayer games, there is kind of an upper limit, just how many mechanics you can get in there, yep. you know, that you don't necessarily have in a single-player game. Well, you still have that, but... Battlefield 1943 sort of skirts that limit, but it, it, it actually... I was I, I thought it was going to be like that oh, yeah? initially, but uh, it's, well, it holds together. Is that barely. why there seems there's a trend in multiplayer games now to start you off and then build up 
you know, have, yeah, there is a, I mean, oh, there's, yeah, there's yeah, there right. a trend to persistence. Your, your, yeah. your persistent player, yeah. so you can start off and you, so you can have a multiplayer experience that has the sort of uh, gradual ramp up of right. a single player game. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know if, if that's talked about that often as a reason for that, but it, that, that's it surely actually, is. Yeah. So that yeah. it's so not you're just not, like, whoa, all so this have, stuff. I'm right. dumped into Quake Wars. Yeah. And right. It's like, well, you're actually dumped into basically the equivalent of like TF2, and then it, and then right. just you yeah. eventually get all sorts Unlocked, of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. I mean, I, I, it's definitely a, a very, very marked trend in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny actually we bring this up because I, I was just today editing an interview with. Um, uh, Ed Stern, who is one of the designers at Splash Damage, and they're making Brink, which looks really cool. We've talked about that, I think, on yeah. the podcast. And uh, he he was talking about uh, how kind of uh, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory was definitely one of those games that really sort of set that that initial push for everyone starting to introduce those mm-hmm. almost RPG-like elements into multiplayer games. And it's funny because it almost is u- ubiquitous now. I mean, it's like it's pretty rare to find a new like a newly released multiplayer game that doesn't have some level of, of persistence of some kind. Well, at least a game where multiplayer is the focus. Right, right, like right. The multiplayer mm-hmm. add-ons to right. various single yeah, yeah, player yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Halo 3 multiplayer obviously is not is not like that for example, but right. yeah. Yeah. Strangely enough, I think that's why I like 1943 because it doesn't actually have huh. that. I mean, there are rankings, but they're completely superficial. Right. I mean, it's just to show. They're, they're skill like, rankings as opposed to. Uh, well, they're not. Like, I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah it's just a progression. I mean, like, if you get 50 kills, you get to the next rank. And then if you get 70, you get right, to the next rank. Right, but that doesn't affect your. Doesn't, it doesn't give yeah. you any extra weapons right, or anything like right, that. Right, right, right. I mean, I still generally prefer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't play a whole lot of multiplayer games anymore, yeah. but what little I've played. So I mean, I'm I'm anti-authority on that, but I anti-authority I, bring down the man. <laughs> oh shit! I I don't know. I have I have yet to persistence, be, man. I've yet to be sold on on a concept yeah. of that that makes me like, oh, this makes me want to play it more instead of less. Right. I mean, there are probably yeah. people for whom that uh, is a big people, appeal, but for but me, like in a no, multiplayer a first-person sure. game, like Call of Duty Four. Look at the yeah, yeah amazing yeah, success yeah. of yep. that. Yeah, I just I. I guess just, I'm, I'm, I'm can, an old man, but I like joining a thing where it's like, here are the consistent rules. Everyone has these yeah. rules. Well, it draws a line I, in the sand. I mean, it's like those people who enjoy that stuff go on the one side, and then right. people like us are just kind of discouraged and off-put, and they're just, you know. Well, a big part of it for me is that I don't I, – I just don't – given that I try to play a lot of different types of games and a lot and different games, I end up not playing – well, until I run into a game that really just, you know, completely obsesses me, which um, – Yeah. You know, you can't count on that yeah. like with a multiplayer game. I mean, it's uh, – Unless that happens, I'm probably not actually going to be playing this game enough to to ever work my yeah, way through the exactly. whole the whole persistence system right. and the whole upgrade system. I never do. I mean, Team Fortress Two, which is a game I think is a fantastic game, I still have a oh, definite minority of the un- uh, overall unlockable stuff in that game. You know, it's just we've talked about that that game a lot. So I don't, you know, Did you guys see today that the uh, the Halo Wars leaderboards were entirely erased. So doesn't that happen sometimes? No, I mean oh, really? unintentionally. Like oh, okay. every every like true all the true skill ratings, every every yeah. component of that. So it op- was just like just noob stomp mania today. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just made me laugh because I I pictured the people that you know who are like really into that game just being utterly like, crushed. Well, you know what's also yeah. funny about that is that I'm guessing that game does not have the same multiplayer permanence as say a Halo Three. And so what's right. funny about that now is it's only going to fill up to the point now where. It's actually being played. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's like you know any game like that where where it's got, says Halo on it. It's guaranteed to sell a couple million right out of the gate. It's going to look like there's a bajillion trillion people on the leaderboards there because yep. they're all going to sign on at least once. Now the only people who are going to sign on to that game are the people who are actually still playing, and it's probably going to look like yeah. a much less well populated uh, yeah. multiplayer arena. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. I don't know how active that game still is, but I'm, I'm I I don't know why you'd want to play it. I mean, 
I, I don't mean that to be. I don't an know asshole, why you would want to like, play this game. No, no. I see, because I could see you want to play in that. <laughs> see someone wanting to play that game in single player. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. In a, like to me, the, the the RTS, an RTS single player campaign, to me, usually has very little to do with strategy most of the time. You know what I mean? You're you're not. It's usually so much of it is like scripted and very specific situations. You're basically just playing through to see what kind of mechanics the the uh, designers got in there and what the actual level design is like and yeah. you know if you're interested in the story there's that but it's totally it's totally usually different than actually playing a real competitive multiplayer game i mean they're totally different experiences and that's one of the cool things about the genre is that yes. they really do offer such different experiences but i just can't imagine wanting to play a game like that like versus it just uh, it's pretty bare bones i mean i've played that Black game before scissors. you know yeah and it's just yeah there's so I, you know i mean i know some people just don't like gaming on the pc and that's fine or they just don't have one and that's you know in that case maybe you do really want to play an rts but i feel like someone who really wants to play an rts like you know there are plenty of them that'll run on a not high spec pc that you could be playing yeah but i don't know speaking of rts's yeah didn't, what? You, didn't you have something you want to talk about about cnc4 um, oh my god, yes, yeah, CNC4, we something? totally forgot to talk about this. Yeah, this is... We totally forgot to talk about this. We've never talked about this. Right. Well, we did talk about CNC4 before, and I didn't talk about it. Because yeah, the screenshot the, was out there. What is the screenshot thing? Oh, yeah. I don't know the, what this the is. The screenshot thing is... Jake and I just had a... We had an online conversation about this. It's not... Maybe other people won't think this as cool as we did, but um, <laughs> there's a high probability of that. No one will think this is cool. <laughs> Get ready to... Be underwhelmed. Yes. Um, no, I just, you know, I forgot to mention this before. There, when the CNC4 announcement was made and when they, I think, you know, in close proximity to when they talked about the online activation requirement, um, they also released a uh, just some concept art and a screenshot. And they were so cool. At least I thought they were cool. The concept art was like a, a, a portrait layout yeah, sort of vertical vertical yeah ver vertically oriented piece of artwork that had like a tank rolling around on the ground and then some kind of you know shuttle dropship thing in the yeah, air and yeah, then that, some yeah. little some little stealth looking fighters zipping around underneath it and it it seriously looked like sort of like early 80s sci-fi novel yeah, cover yeah, yeah it really looked like a 70s 80 era 80s era sort of like dime dime like paperback you know obviously that wasn't the era of dime paperbacks but that, yeah, but that style of artwork of, of yeah yeah, I've sort of washed out colors and and kind of really almost naive designs on some of the craft, like yeah, the, the sort of weird angular, like this yeah. is this is what the future might be. <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, good, it, but not in like a kitschy '50s way. In that weird sort of post '50s, like just weird washed out look. It looked really cool, and I that's not a style anyone ever adopts for sci-fi video games. Everyone always just goes for aliens, basically. Um, almost or star wars you know what i mean yeah, the, lo the, the look, look of that the look of that cnc4 which we're apparently now like exalting amazingly <laughs> but that is yeah. sort of the the look that i was hoping to see more of in mass effect hey, as you here. said yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah i mean it looks i mean some of that that mass effect music some of it is the kind of stuff that i always think of when i see that like that's the kind of thing i want to see here paired together is that music with that with kind that of that old... one piece of cnc concept <laughs> yeah exactly but you know what i mean it's like yeah they, they all come from this this weird sort of like um almost marginalized style of style of sci-fi this uh just weird sidelines thing that's never as that's never as glitzy or well pr promoted as like the star wars kind of yeah, the, angle the space, the space opera, opera stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah and i i, I thought it was cool yep yeah exactly like that especially <laughs> nick's not seeing it probably He's i'm like, not seeing it yeah <laughs> it probably looks better on a big monitor i don't know it probably looks better when Jake your imagination I mean, makes it more awesome part of this looks 
is this all concept art? Because part of this looks like an actual screenshot. Well, it might if be, you look it at it higher resolution, on, you're looking at it on an iPhone, well, on and I, when, when you I, shrink I, it down, it'll... Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, Nick. Shut up. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. Jake and I might actually talk about this topic a lot. We like, might really dork out... <laughs> Over, well, no, over I, I sort of work out about the same uh, kind of things. I just, I did, this tank to me does the not sort really, of, the sort of, no, the like, tank is less like it than the top. I'm more talking about the you're top. You're talking about the top. All right, so 50% of this but is, reason, is pretty badass. Okay, but see, the reason that it's not just that picture is that there's also a an actual in-game screenshot. I mean, I hope it's in-game. It, it, it's oh, certainly intended to, where you're going here, it's certainly yeah. intended to look in-game. The look of that concept art may have actually been correctly carried over into a video game, right. which also does not ever happen, especially that's sort of color design yeah. and uh, not just sort of looking at this concept art and saying, I'm going to make sort of Really? That's sort of represent, rep- representative uh, version yeah. of it. Nick sees none of this. That's Nick, all right. You please at least look at it on an actual monitor later. No, I did. I've, I've looked at it before. <laughs> all right. I've who cares? This. Chris and I are completely full of shit, but we will use any opportunity possible to uh, <laughs> massively dork out over the sort of like neglected branch of the sci-fi tree. <laughs> it just tree. Looks like Supreme Commander to me. I hate you. <laughs> no, it does not look anything like Supreme Commander. Oh, that's dude. a Supreme Commander screenshot. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, I Googled the wrong okay. game. The difference is in... I agree. The difference is in the... the, difference is in the colors i'm not talking about like <laughs> what the robot looks like listen you this is hard <laughs> yeah. but it is i mean that really is what i'm talking about this is ridiculous do you disagree jake no i i, I see what you're saying i wouldn't fight it to the On death the minority though. report also 800 pocket protectors have exploded during this conversation because <laughs> well, i never got to explain what i meant about the screenshot before i was already dumped on all right go for it anyway I was on. Just, <laughs> I'm just, i just don't see it but go ahead well i was just gonna say the actual color design and like overall range of the colors used in the screenshot are actually surprisingly similar to what's used in the concept art, and that is incredibly uncommon. Uh, you know, if you're not if you're not making it look like, for example, every other CNC game or what have you. Like this doesn't look anything like Red Alert Three, for example, which is a very colorful game, lots of reds and yellows, lots of really bright colors. The CNC Four looks nothing like that. It's a very soft muted palette there's a lot i mean it's it looks like there's almost a layer of dust over the whole thing which is a big part of what i was referring to with the uh sci-fi cover artwork thing i don't know they i i feel like i don't know if this game looks like what the screenshot looks like i'll be happy and other people won't notice and that's okay because then <laughs> they won't have to worry about selling it weirdly like if everyone else just sees this and it's like oh that just looks like supreme commander or every other game then maybe that's good because that means they don't have to worry about like convincing someone that it's fine <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I uh, yeah. If they don't have to convince, yeah, no, I know, I know exactly that, what that you that mean. It's wacky, that, then uh, like, yeah. then 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 I'll right. I'll be fine. Maybe we just really want it to be good. I I would like it if it was good. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. I can't I, see I enjoy the like, game being good, but. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I have I hate that series. Actually. Really? The sort the whole of actively, thing? yeah. I, I I I well, I mean, I enjoyed like the original Red Alert, but. Since then, I just... The original red alert. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just... I See, now it's your turn. I cannot stand Command & Conquer as a, as a franchise. What it's are just, your uh, grievances? Uh, it's just so bland from a from a balance standpoint. And it's just... I've never really enjoyed... Uh, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of very... Um, uh, kind of disconnected... Like, I don't know. I'm full of shit. Let's just no, keep... No, no, no. We've I, all agreed we're all three full of yeah, shit. Yeah, no. Well, I, I played Generals, actually, quite a bit, and uh-huh. uh, so maybe I'm full of shit. That's an interesting one to have played a lot of. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's sort of the most recent that wasn't Red Alert. Which one was yeah. that? Well, there's um, CNC3. I mean... 
that was after Generals. Oh, that's right. God, there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just more of a StarCraft person. I can't. Uh, I can't get into it. That's fine. It's fair enough. They just seem like very cut and dried. I played, games. I played. I played a decent amount of CNC and Red Alert, but my the memory that still stands out for me the most about all of the Command and Conquer series is the dude drinking the motor oil in the opening <laughs> cutscene, which is so uh, that's how that's how oh, yeah. hard I, I am. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a classic cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> my my definite definite mem- like early memory of CNC is definitely definitely the buildings unfolding out of themselves. Oh yeah, that, that was that. Yeah, that was and, amazing. Uh, that was left handed. Also, is a thing left that I handed. When the, what is it? The general or the commando? Whatever the name of that the class is, where it's just the one lone dude who can just go around and fuck people up. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that he says when he kills people is that was left handed, and I was like, oh, oh man, man, a little witty quip from that dude. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I played the original Command and Conquer as well, like a lot. But, but you hated it. No, I mean, I, I liked it back then. I just, I don't know. They just seem to sort of get more and more distilled and kind of just boring. I don't know. Just nothing about the story. I mean, everybody's always like into the storyline of these games. Like, oh, it's so, you know, uh, 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 cheesy and hilarious. Will and the I Brotherhood of Nod ever fucking... win out against GDI? Yeah. Oh, man. That, God, that I can't is, stand yeah. the FMVs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I like, I get the whole, I get what they're going campy for, thing. but I just, yeah, yeah the camp, yeah, 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 that's yeah. the word I'm looking for, but it's just, uh. Yeah. Couldn't care less. And then, I don't know, it, it is a very single-player-focused series. And to me, I, nothing in any of those missions that I've played from a Command & Conquer game in the last 10 years has been interesting to me. It's just all very boring That's fair design. Enough. I like it. We went from us talking about dorking out over 80s uh, sci-fi <laughs> cover art to you just shitting on everything yeah Sorry. yeah well i just want to confirm I, at least i know that there's one other person who at least agrees with me on the artwork thing i'm not claiming anyone else in the world will but i besides me yeah well i mean I, at least i know that i wasn't just fully making it up even if i'm reading a bit into it i no, don't know who else who else uh you know we don't need to name names i see it somewhat i see it in the, <laughs> no no i see it keep in, looking at it in the ground <laughs> textures i see it i don't i don't uh... <laughs> what is this okay we're going to take a break <laughs> let's see look at the look at the fucking little fl- oh you're looking at the other picture now well yeah. <laughs> well that's the actual screenshot oh, well i know God, that's but we, the game no, we're just talking this about is the not happening range. right now yeah. <laughs> we stopped recording when i said we're going to take a break well i i, well, I think the actually real quick on a totally separate really well no what okay cuz you were cuz jake you were like well the brotherhood of nod win or whatever electronic arts did actually claim i don't know why they would claim this or if it's true but they claim this is the last game in the main cnc series they call it the conclusion of the series they're killing superman (laughs) (laughs) yeah it seems like an odd thing for a video game company to say since none of them ever say we're going to stop making a series um that's what they say, though. Well, until they make, like, CNC Tales of Cain. Right. <laughs> you know what bothers me about Command & Conquer? Adventures. <laughs> it's just, you know what? I mean, what? Okay, it's always been a game where it's just like, all right, yeah, wow, okay, now you can build the mega tank. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, yeah, like, yeah. The, the regular tank, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you've got the mega tank. Right. They never really did anything beyond that. I mean, I guess Red Alert you want was the just ultra like, tank? What? Well, no, I mean, it's just, uh, that seems to be the hook, in other words. Like, yeah. there's no depth of gameplay there. It's just like, okay, here's a big tank, and then here's yeah. here's an airship. I, I think that is kind of is very uh, i mean i mean i think that is sort of part of what that series deliberately it's, yeah does, it's all though, about gimmicks less, and kind of just i like, mean it's it's yeah. less rock, it's less sort of rock paper scissors it's more it's more just sort of here's an army with like increasingly powerful things i mean it's a little closer to it an actual the actual notion of an army i mean it's still completely preposterous yeah especially the red alert series but i mean you know i, I think what they're trying to do at least vaguely is get closer to the idea of sort of a like a graduated force with 
like actual kind of increasing R&D and things like that, as opposed to StarCraft yeah. where it's sort of like, I mean, have three of these guys and three of these guys. And you know what I mean? Like it's the, the actual army composition in StarCraft makes no real sense at all. No. Um, it's purely I a probably, video game balancing uh, act, I, I think which is fine. It's better competitively. A balancing but act. My complaints probably stem more from specific sort of uh, design choices than, than any kind yeah. of overarching like theme, yeah. command and conquer, you know, thematic right. decisions. I, it's just, you know, I could list off 10 different things I don't like about the way that units work and, and, and the sure. way you've got to deal with, like, air units in that game that I just fucking hate. You know, I mean, it's always like an air base with, like, four planes, and you have to, like, manually sort of lift them off and deal with them. It's just, I don't I don't really like how anything works in those games. But, <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. That was an unexpected... Uh... Yeah. We have two emails about this topic. About Command and Conquer? About Command and Conquer 4 with oh. opposite opinions. Mm. All right, so, so uh, get ready for that later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were going to be displeased. Fuck. Break? Break. 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 Take one. Taking a break. Um, but when you when you declare Donkey Cock Country or Donkey Balls on the front page of your internet <laughs> website, like, I don't know. Of your internet website. You sort of cross over into another realm of, I don't know, tact emptiness like void with tact void yeah dark void and capcom has a game coming out called dark void this is a screenshot that they've taken and then of dark void no no oh. of the command and conquer oh <laughs> nick no no no. i'm just i'm just looking at it we're back we're back yeah <laughs> didn't we have something we were going to talk about when we came back here's a new earth oh yeah here's a new earth you played it yeah, I did. What do you think? And the NDA is up now? Although they were trying to keep me from playing it. Wait, really? What do you mean? The uh, the community members, they didn't want me to play the game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is what I've heard about this game. This has actually this game, scared me away from playing this game. Also, like... Be afraid. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this, this is, game this is, is another, terrifying. It's another Dota style thing? Yeah, it's another Dota game, which, you know, do we have to explain that? I am so tired no. of explaining what Dota is. <laughs> no, so anyway... It. You cannot believe how tired I am of explaining Whoa. what Dota is on uh, in stories. Is it because in, every single time you ever refer to it and in the news someone's like yeah what? what's dota 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 it's just it, it's, yeah it, it's 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 uh so what's Chipotle dota clockwork ah god it's a mod for warcraft 3 that you should probably play that uh don't that actually has what? been ripped off <laughs> nick loves to explaining be created this. into uh to be transformed into three separate games demigod like league of legends and heroes of new earth and heroes of new earth is made by s2 games who did savage 2 well savage 2, right, savage and savage 2 um, and this is set in the same universe. Which is uh, yes, it is. Yeah, New Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's it's a really competent Dota clone. Uh, it's it's actually. I mean, it looks really nice. Um, they're going I mean, they, for the realistic take have, on it as opposed to. They also have at least at least one team member, right? From from the original Dota, I think. I think so. And yeah. I like I like that all these. I know they've all yeah. They're like, oh, we've like, got this guy. Yeah, like, the, the band broke up, but you're all <laughs> right. Yeah, to, yeah. This, yeah. These yeah, ones are McCartney. like the Beach Boys featuring yeah. Mike Love. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, you know, they're all the right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, it it it, it feels like a really Boys. slick version of Dota. Um, but man, it has the S two community, which is the most poisonous community I could so, possibly conceive of. So that's of. that's the S2 community specifically? It is, because when I play Savage, I had the same problem. Oh, interesting. I always um, I assumed it was the Dota community that migrated it's over. It's probably both. They're yeah. probably one of the same. Yeah. Uh, um, they both were spawned from the same, you know, asshole. <laughs> 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 wow, that's a horrible image. It, um... Oh, 
The image you should have of playing this game is, oh, God, I feel so bad for these guys. Look, the game is actually pretty good. They're a cool and company, too. They are it's, a cool company. And, and, and you know what? I mean, like, when the game comes out and if... And there are people and this in is a big who aren't if, in the beta. Like, right. Well, and if the matchmaking is up to par, right. then I would say check this game out. I mean, the one thing that League of Legends is doing that's smart is they have all of these... I think I've talked about this, but... It, well, they're I doing think a, you were allowed to talk about this. Maybe not, but... Uh, they're doing a really good job of of training new players to the game. Oh, oh League of Legends, you're talking about now. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, League yeah, of Legends. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. They've they've actually made they're it. They're doing very a really good job yeah, of yeah, making yeah. it accessible. Yeah, League, yeah, yeah. Or Heroes of New Earth is not doing that right now, and I think it's going to be released later as a result of that. I, yeah. I think they're not really expecting it until it, it very early at the end of the year, uh, which is going to kind of hurt them probably. But um, they need to do that though, because when I played this game, the, it was join the party and go back to 2010, like everyone else at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah this Christmas is going to be weird. It's going to be. There's very still a weird. lot of stuff though. That's what's crazy about it. There's just a million games. Yeah, it's I mean, be weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but well, you know, that's a, that's a yeah, that's another topic. That's but another yeah. topic. But but, but it's, let uh, me it, just quickly say. Yeah, that, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, my experience with this game was, oh, this is really cool. Uh, I'm sort of getting into this. Oh, I see what Dota is. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying a lot. Oh, oh, wait. Now this guy wants me to uh, give control of my character to him because I'm <laughs> doing so bad that it's causing him to have an aneurysm. And now he's going to talk about that in chat. Uh, and then he's going to call me uh, an ignorant fool and, uh, and, 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 and then repeat so that for every match. It's like a total pussy with a. Yeah, you know, I don't weak know how to find yeah. thin skin. Yeah. Oh, it, it was worse than that. And you suck at games. Um,. I've never been verbally harassed while the guy is simultaneously trying to take away control of my character. <laughs> I mean, this is really bizarre. Like, I, first of all, it's weird that you can do that. It's weird that I could, like, just give up control of the game. Yeah, that is but, sort of odd. But also that he would, like, impose on me in that way is just kind of really weird to me. Like, I, I, like okay. See, I've heard things that are way nastier about this game than what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, well, I, mean, I don't know. I've heard that people are just the most discouraging. Just oh, they are amazingly. They're just like go away. Don't play this bilis, game. Violence, venomous. Like, yeah, they yeah. are. They're incredibly venomous. I, I, I probably, you know, I probably should have brought like chat transcripts because it's right. it's it's really bad. Uh, but I just thought it was hilarious that uh, on several different occasions they just they're like you know just give us control of your guy because you you're, yeah. you're that bad. Okay. I, I mean, and those people did are just everywhere. Control? No, I didn't. In fact, I I intentionally played worse just to infuriate him. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, walking around in circles. It's like yeah, my, it's like my Diablo two golem pooping. I think I've talked right, about that yeah, before. Yeah, That's the only thing to do with those guys. I mean, yeah. No, I, and I, and whenever I see discussion of this, it's always like, well, you know, it's a competitive game. You're supposed to be not to play the game, and you're supposed to get That's better you, at the game. You, you started telling them go play League of Legends. That's you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't want you around here. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, part of the problem is you can see somebody's record before the game even begins. So even getting into a game is hard because right. people look at your record. They're like, this guy doesn't know what Star the fuck he's Starcraft doing. was like that back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it probably still is. I don't really know. Yeah, but I mean, I've had I had that experience yeah. when I'd make a new account, cause especially because BattleNet used to delete your shit like if you didn't use it for three months. Right. And I would go through long periods of time where I wouldn't play those games, and I'd come back yeah. on, and it was people would always do that, They're like, "What the fuck, noob? Yeah, don't come into our game." And it's like, "Fuck, I know how to play this game." Yeah. And that that I mean, you know, I guess matchmaking solves some of that, but mm -hmm. this game, I guess not. Yeah. Um, do you know if they're gonna try to put in that kind of stuff? I mean, you said they might. They, I, I don't know what their plan is specifically, yeah. but you uh, just want them to. And if you talk about it on this podcast, yeah, they need to. <laughs> you should do that if anybody is listening from. Yeah, from it's too bad. It's amazing how different. I mean, you know, because I, 
this and you know this is a very this is a very lopsided comparison like this kind of stuff can often just be pegged down to complete chance and luck of the draw but uh, my first experience with the with the league of legends beta was was just preposterous it was like a it was like a a parody of the opposite experience i mean mm. it was just like oh hey, right man, you were like, talking about this yeah yeah man just looks like this might be your first time in you got no record but you know any questions just let us know and like people were just chiming in from the yeah. from the game and they're just like yeah man you might want to like keep this in mind and don't forget there's a shop over there and you can buy stuff and like you can want to and it was just ridiculous people from both teams yeah were just like yeah like let's have a good time and play a video game it was it was ridiculous yeah i mean people were still playing like they were still trying to win uh, you know, I still I still got my ass kicked for a while, but I mean, maybe like, these games should sort of team up and be like the like the afterlife of uh, Dota clones. <laughs> you get sent. Well, you're just playing yeah. through both yeah. simultaneously through yeah. the, like the happy friends, yeah. like well, unicorns they, prancing, and then like a, the, the rape pit. What they need is a reputation system that you can that you can mark someone's uh, <laughs> like experience, you know, like on Xbox Live or something, or some PC games right. have this too. Mm-hmm. And then depending on, uh, on how of, you're rated, you end up kicked into one of these. Well, it's like the three, all three Dota clones. You start, sort of you start are, off playing like demigod, which stratified, is stratified, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the sort, sort of yeah. neutral one, and then you, well, what's you, weird you, is you ascend or descend yeah. depending the, uh, on how you behave. The design of the games almost reflect that too. I mean, like yeah, I know. Legends is when you like look happy, at them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. And right. like, yeah, you know, goofy kind of little girl with the stockings. Yeah, and heroes and heroes are just like this big kind of like right minotaur dude with a you know. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of it's just. It it shocked me because I've never never had the experience of of being on a team with somebody and we win and the guy is still verbally harassing you after the round <laughs> right. is over because right. you didn't do like this you know ten minutes ago or right. something you know I mean it was just yeah. it was awful it was the worst online experience I've ever had in my life yeah uh, my favorite is always is always when it's the guy who's just like you know he's just got like the christ complex except he's an asshole you know and he's just right. like i'm just yeah. suffering for all oh. your sins you well, fuckers shit i mean i would like i was putting up well, with you this guys guy have certainly seen that i was putting up with this guy for 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 20 minutes and we, you know my friend and i were just like laughing about how like, <laughs> right. insane this yeah, guy exactly. was just, it's like, hilarious. and we were just sort of like making fun of him in chat you know just kind of like yeah. egging him on you know yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know it was kind of fun in that right. respect but that, then it, it turns it out enjoyable. the dude he's like yeah i was brought on as a community developer uh for this game and you know this is just kind of the you know the bullshit that, that that's really ruining it you know i'm I mean, he turned, he's like a fucking community developer like he's like some kind of like no. little uh. <laughs> that's amazing yeah so yeah and then of course i found the guy on <laughs> well the, i guess you know the, why uh, the community is the heroes of newer yeah well yeah now i found posts from him on the on the forums <laughs> and it turns out he's just as much of an asshole there as he is oh, in the game uh <sighs> I've heard that in online communities, you reap what you sow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is funny the experiences you can have. I think I talked about, I mean, speaking of Command and Conquer, like, I remember my first experience playing Red Alert 3 in, in the beta was also just, like, so pleasant. It's weird how, how hmm. games are just one, you know, not they're yeah. just one or the other, but I mean, it's amazing. Like, how the, you know, got to be tons of overlap, especially these days, PC games. You've got to think that audience is concentrated enough now that there's got to be a lot of the same people playing different PC multiplayer games. And it's funny when you go into one and you just have such a pleasant experience and it's just so nice and people yeah. are just so helpful. And then you go into another one and it's like, Christ, I just don't ever want to play this game, even if I'm good at it. It's like, what a depressing, horrible environment to be in. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, you get that. You get that. I mean, that's not necessarily a PC specific thing, but I mean, you know, yeah, it's definitely a, a multiplayer roulette wheel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Yeah. I don't know. 
don't know how to get around that. I don't either. I mean, you, you seem to you seem to think a lot of it with here is a new earth is just sort of the legacy of these communities. That kind of sucks if you're just screwed yeah. and it, like you know what I mean. It's just sort yeah. of well, well, I mean, yeah, it's a bunch, that's the people who are here. Yeah, I mean, and the, you know, they sort of gain clout within their own group of right. Um, yeah, 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 players, exactly. And then it's you know, yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing, like in mods often. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you end up getting this really dedicated group of people who yes. this is the thing they know about, and you right. know they mm -hmm. they like they sort of are the ones pushing it and protecting it and keeping it alive. And that sort of makes sense. But um, I guess that's, I mean, even here as a new earth, that whole sort of has that legacy, you know, it's an indie game. It's small um, indie it's developers pretty, yeah. get that sort of thing. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. You, you guys, guys want to read a mail? Read. Yeah. Some reader mail. Read. read an email mail. sent in by someone who listens to this podcast. Yeah. Okay, we have, we have a lot of email to go through here. Um, so what happens when you record an episode full two plate. days late? Yeah. yeah, I know. And full plate and it's garbage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I thought I said that. Right. What? Read a mail. Hey, 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 hey. All right, Red O writes. Oh, that guy. Hello, Idle Thumptons. Hey. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to condense some of these emails because we yeah, can that's get through what you more do. of them. Yeah. Well, I usually don't enough. Um, so he says a bunch of stuff. Basically, the gist of his, of his post is um, Shigeru Miyamoto these days, he says, how's the wife? How's your grand how are your grandparents? How's the carrot garden coming along? Are you getting enough calcium? Remember, brush, brush, brush. These are the things Shigeru Miyamoto cares about way more than video games these days. And he's a man whose yawns are captured and transcribed for whispers of ideas like ephemeral dewdrops of morning rain. So anyway, essentially his point, he goes on to say... You know, if you work at Nintendo, if you're a designer there, do you think the uh, the sort of godlike status of Miyamoto within that company ends up being incredibly, extremely frustrating for younger generations of designers who are looking to uh, to get their ideas out there? Hmm. Um, yeah, that's basically his question. I think that's probably more true there than a lot of companies, just because of how yeah. preposterously successful that guy's games yeah, have been. But he, it also seems like on most projects, there are people with plenty of authority and ideas yeah. and he I mean, sort he of hands he definitely off, rarely he? actually directs games right. yeah, right. yeah i'm sure that there there have probably been many depressing stories if you ended up going to a bar with a nintendo designer where they're like yeah. i had this great idea and miyamoto came in and was like i had this other idea and then right. uh right. your you know a third of your dock is ripped apart but yeah. i mean that um, kind of stuff is but that's how video games are sometimes too i think i mean yeah. i don't know i mean i think probably more what goes on in nintendo is there's sort of just I a guess it is a <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, Jake, I think you're completely right. I um, might not be. But I think there's probably also <laughs> that up. A, a sort of overriding, like, Miyamoto design ethic that, that probably mm. supersedes any individual, that probably just is part of the company's fabric at this point. Right. That, you know, sort of, especially now with the success of the Wii and, and, and uh, all yeah. of that, that, you know, I think probably there's just a certain kind of game that you're unlikely going to be able to get through at Nintendo just because there probably is a certain... A certain tenor, a certain kind of type of, of game that goes through. Uh, one interesting, funny story about this. I, I think it, there was a Wired, a Wired interview recently. Um, I could be misattributing this, but um, there was uh, they had done an interview with the director of Super Mario Galaxy 2 and uh, earlier, you know, at some prior, prior date. And uh, the, the director was saying something like, yeah, you know, I was hoping to get some more story in here. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm... Oh, I thought that was Mario Galaxy 1. No, no, you're right. It was too. No, I think it's too. And he was talking about how he, he was hoping to get some more story in there. He was thought it was there, you know, there room to kind of get some more, some more narrative. 
and uh, then then they did an interview with Miyamoto, I guess, I think at E3. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miyamoto's like, yeah, you know, I really didn't want any of that story in there. So for two, I'm really, uh, you know, really yeah. just cutting that all out. And then the, I guess it was probably Chris uh, Chris Kohler who we found on the cast before. And he was it's like, well, you know, Mr. Whoever, the director of the game was saying he, he wants to get more story in there. And then it was like Miyamoto looks agitated. And he's like, oh, well, I'll definitely have to go over there and, and get rid of all that right now. <laughs> I just I thought it was really funny that he's basically just being like, oh, OK, well, I'm just going to go um, just cancel all my employees plans for this game that, he, that he's yeah. hopeful about. It was funny to me that that was in a public interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think Nintendo, more than most companies, probably does have that going on. Yeah. I think there is sort of a Japanese also tendency towards that um, to a certain degree uh, when you've got those figureheads at Just those sort companies. Of the structural thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for everything I've heard, everything I've heard about Japanese development. Well, there was a GDC panel on very top uh, down on uh, Eastern versus Western. Yeah. Are you talking this, about the uh, Goichi Suda? Thing? Yeah, yeah. And there, yeah. there was a question related to this, and I think they, <clears throat> I think the question was something like, you know, how often do you let other employees sort of, you know contribute or and right. or sort of you know maybe change your mind or override yeah. and they were kind of like ah yeah. <laughs> like right. what change my mind <laughs> you know yeah. i didn't get the sense that there were very many opportunities for that to uh, occur and it was it was funny as i think it's actually a different panel than what you're thinking of but a co- than what i was thinking of but a couple of years ago there was one with guichi suda the guy who did, did killer seven and no more heroes and uh yeah. Some, I don't know. I really like that company, Grasshopper. Um, but it was funny because, you know, that guy has such a – he fosters such sort of a punk aesthetic and yeah. his games always seem like, Jesus, how do you get this through a company? And uh, well, so the one who was like, always do what your producer says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, it's very important to uh, listen to your producer and like do what he says and make sure you've got that, that good relationship because he probably knows what's right. And it's like, wow, that's so different from how – Yeah. Especially – at, a, at GDC or an event like that, where it's a lot of developers talking to other developers, right? That is not like, how like, Western developers no. one. What is this? <laughs> talk about their producers yeah. usually. Um, but it was—I don't know—that was really weird and amusing to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we have—we probably don't have any other inside stories about Miyamoto, but um, it's one time. Yeah, it's one time I was trying to make a game at Nintendo, and Miyamoto just kept—it sucked. Yeah, I was apparently sitting next to a dinner one time. <laughs> What? I was apparently sitting next to him at dinner one time and didn't notice. Oh it. yeah, yeah, that's, so that that's, happened. That's too bad. Jake totally, totally spoiled a uh, an opportunity to have dinner with Miyamoto. Well, to shake his hand and demand Pikmin three multiplayer. Well, that too. <laughs> God, you know what? I, God, when I was down at uh, down in San Diego for Comic Con last week, I um I used to live in San Diego, and so I every time I go down there, I, I hang out with old friends, and God, played a bunch of Pikmin two multiplayer. <laughs> it is still so fun yeah. that game is so incredibly good it's such a great multiplayer experience oh i just got i just gotta say like people really need to try it you know and, and just give it a shot it's so fun i'm really worried the pikmin 3 multiplayer if it even yeah. has it it's not gonna live up to it because it's just it's so good it's hot, you know shut up it will and it'll be great <laughs> it's not gonna It'll go online, then people will find a bunch of exploits and ruin it. <laughs> oh, man. So, Steve Lavington of London, England had the same reaction I did when, uh, during Idle Thumbs 35, when I guess Nick was talking about the dogfighting game. He says, I was enjoying Idle Thumbs game. 35 when someone you said, a, when you said about Wii Sports Resort stopped me in my tracks. There's a dogfighting game. It's two-player only. <laughs> what the fuck, thought I? Are Nintendo going for the coveted Michael Vick demographic? How's that going to work with Motion Plus? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. And yeah, uh, like, I said dogfighting? Yeah, it's got yeah. dogfighting because oh, there's two weird. planes chasing each other around and shooting at each other. Oh, yeah. It's like a yeah. dogfight. Right. Yeah. Oh, but see, yeah. as soon as it's out of context, it's like right. you immediately... Like a dogfighting game. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so he he couldn't shake images of this going on. This horrible, horrible potential game. Also yeah. included cockfighting. <laughs> but that's also not what you think. <laughs> Man. Oh, God. Jake's still in the spirit of the yeah. upcoming upcoming weekend blast. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. It's a donkey fight? <laughs> it's a donkey show. Oh. <laughs> a dog and dog. Read the next email. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's only a, I'm looking. It's I'm looking. A dark path. I know. Uh, the, the longer we sit here yeah. without new content, yeah. <laughs> the more likely it is that we're going to just drift into horrible uh, cockfighting. Yeah. Um, oh man, these names that I can't say. I feel bad. Oh well, this guy has a, an alias here. Uh, oh, he 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 has a little phonetic guide for his name because lawyer. Oh, That's awesome. <laughs> Rhymes with boyfish. That's great. Okay, so lawyer's Taltos writes. Uh, new listener to the podcast. Um, happy to say I'm a fan. I was curious if you'll be attending BlizzCon this year. Uh, basically, he wants to know if we attend kind of fan events like BlizzCon. Um, you guys have gone to BlizzCon in the past a few times, haven't I, you? Yeah, yeah, I covered it once for Shaq. I think Nick Nick has a couple times now, I've been right? There twice. And yeah. You guys may be going this year, right? I'm definitely. I'm, going. I'm trying to go. Yeah, and we're I, cutting it pretty close. I haven't booked the travel yet. I think but. he actually asks asks. He asks about PAX as well, and uh, he, he doesn't. But oh, really? Let's pretend he did. No, oh, I, oh, I'm yeah. probably going to PAX. I'm going to try to go to PAX. We'll see. Might yeah. go to PAX. So that's. I mean, that's another fan year, con. Are any of us yeah. going to QuakeCon this year? I'm not. Because it's the same weekend as BlizzCon. It's actually no, it's a week not. before this week. Oh, I really? It, up. Yeah. it usually overlaps this year. Yeah, yeah. that's always before. that always strikes me as the stupidest thing in the goddamn world. Yeah, so it overlaps. Figured last it out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The two biggest PC enthusiast conventions of the year. Put them on the same day. Yeah. Good one. Yep. Yeah. QuakeCon planning is uh, always kind of sketchy. Yeah, like they switch the like hotel. When they, I know they might, sure, they might yeah. forget like to just have QuakeCon sometimes. You know? Yeah, yep. Bad yeah. move. Yeah. All right. So uh, Mike Roberts writes, um, uh, "Hey Thumbs, he was reading a preview of the Mothership Zeta DLC for Fallout Three. Um, oh, it refers to the the Bethesda's admission that they they messed up the ending to Fallout Three. Which is why they've they've tried to you know address that with their DLC and and hmm. remove the ending broken so, steel and such right exactly broken steel and so and so Mike Roberts writes the question I have is why so many people are bent out of shape about the ending to Fallout Three with the vast majority citing the fact that there is an ending as their complaint were people expecting the Oblivion structure um, yes also how is that Nick and or Chris get review copies of games when neither of your websites reviews games <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh shit I don't get many review copies yeah I don't either I we don't, we uh, really don't. Um, I mean, uh, the, the, some I get of the, the, somehow the way it works is you're just on their list. He's probably writing just... in about Wii Sports. This oh, is the first thing oh, I've gotten right. from Nintendo in probably two years. Yeah, I don't. I, I have no idea why I got this. I don't to be entirely honest with anymore, you, anymore because yeah. I don't review games. And exactly, yeah, that's that's the answer. Is like once they notice you don't review games, they yeah, take I mean, yeah. the list. It, it but sometimes you're also on that list for you know a year when you you know yeah. like like if you're on a publisher's list, they'll just sometimes they just don't notice. Yeah, yeah, Like I think I'm on the Square Enix list right now, and it's just getting all these like Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, bullshit. It might seem from listening to this cast like we get a lot of review copies around here, but I think it's that you guys go to press events and then just we just play a lot of previews. Yeah, yeah. Also, the the amount of review copies that that I see laying around your house are like. On par with the amount of review copies I used to get when when writing for Idle Thumbs, a right. non-existent mm, website right. in 2004. So yeah. if 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 anyone here was actually writing for yeah. a review-centric site, yeah, we would be probably we would be sitting on chairs built out of review copies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, there there was a period of time when Shack News, when I actually did like consciously try to try to get way more reviews on the site. Yeah, and we were sent way more games at the time, and it's you know we we don't get a lot. I mean, I don't get a lot of Gamma Sutra, and I don't think Nick 
yeah. gets a lot of shacks. So. Yeah. Sometimes weird things happen. I, I really don't know why this Wii Sports came, I, especially two weeks in advance. That was very surprising. But, you know, we got to talk we got about to it. to check out the dog fighting game, though, yeah. so. <laughs> it uses the Frisbee dogs, which I thought was yeah. a little harsh. Oh, so anyway, Fallout. Um, yeah, my, my main problem with the ending to Fallout 3 was was I just didn't think it was that good. I thought it was Yeah, much, yeah, me too. I thought it was I, stupid. Yeah. yeah, it was just kind of a lame ending. And yeah. I, I th- And also, it th- I think probably some people didn't, because it didn't let you go back and play more after that. Yeah, right? I think that's what the people, yeah. people were surprised. Like, the game's over. Re- wait, wait a minute. Yeah. You have to I think it's fine to end then... the, the narrative, per se. Right, but, but then if you want to go and find all the yeah. extra stuff that... Like, the world doesn't yeah. end. The whole point of that ending is that the world doesn't end, so... Yeah. Maybe I didn't... Maybe this spoiled something, but... Um, yeah, I think I it's. I think, it's I, I think the original Fallout's ended in that way, though. It was a. It was a final ending. And yeah, I, I think that's probably what they looked at. Anyway. It is. Yeah, they've yeah, said I mean, they've said that in the yeah, past. I think, but I think they were just you know trying to stay true to Fallout. This is I, still undoubtedly a Bethesda game. You know what I mean? And I think right, it, yeah. to me, it just it felt. Yeah. The, the, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, they address it, so you know yeah, whatever. There you go. Um. All right. Uh, Dylan Farrell writes. Um, hey guys, at Idle Thumbs, I recently found out about your podcast. I didn't know of it before. Um, you guys remind me of my friends. Cool. We are uh, your friends, Dylan. So his question is, I, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Ever since I began, I've begun listening to the, pl- the past episodes, I recently got into the classic adventure genre, which I never got into before. Um, I must say it's a genre that I'm now sad to have seen past. Um, yeah. You should, oh, have bought, you should have bought the games back when they were making them. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe it wouldn't be dead then, Dylan. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> yeah. What? No, I thought this was a different email. Um, there's Because there's someone else who... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. It's, Jesus. No, no, I didn't mean that. You're the oh, email God. Nazi. I didn't mean to. Still on your email is worthless, actually. Sorry. No, no, that's not what I meant. Never meant to read this piece no, 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 of no. shit. It's, <laughs> no, no, that's not this what I meant at all. This is an icebox we got here. This is... <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. I, Dylan, thank you very much for email. I find it actually interesting because the adventure genre is one I usually think of as being exclusively appreciated by crusty old dorks oh, who have played yeah. them forever. But I make them. Well, Jake makes them also. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I assume most of your community is, are people who like remember the class. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It, I have no it's idea. A, it's a it's a mix, but the, the the there's a large chunk of the pie for sure that is that is crusty old people. Um, but anyway, the reason I, the, the, the other email I was talking about that I thought it, I guess that I, well, there, <laughs> someone else wrote in with basically the same email, but also was asking for recommendations. Um, what is this guy uh, writing about? Well, this guy, I guess was just say, saying, telling us. Yeah. That, oh, doesn't that suck when you, when you like, yeah, <laughs> it does. It is too bad. It's awful. You, well, I had the same experience with like the longest journey, even though I played like, or not the longest journey. What? Um, last express, last express, the longest yeah, yeah, yeah. express, the longest express. Yeah, even though I played Where other adventure games. Where can I find games, other like, sort of persistent real-time adventure games full of, yeah, uh, exactly. sort of no. thrills and interesting characters? Sorry. Oh, that's the only one. Yeah, it's the only one yeah. and probably will be that way forever. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, well, okay, well, apologies to the person who did ask that question because I don't know where their email is now. But um, he, he, someone else wanted to know if we could recommend any games that are currently available to, adve- to actual adventure games? adventure games that you can actually buy like classic adventure games that are actually oh. like out there or like like purchase vintage 90s ones uh, yeah or probably whatever i guess but i, I mean on i think that's mainly what he meant on yeah. steam there's lucasarts has four games from their back catalog four adventure games from the back catalog and yeah. secret of monkey Island special edition and vivendi or whoever the fuck activision activision right king's that, quest they put out the king's quest and, and, space, and quest. space quest series yeah. which were from compilation discs they put out a couple yeah. years ago they didn't yeah. put but, the but if, larry ones up but no they didn't but if we specifically want to actually recommend stuff rather than just sort ah. of list what's available i i would personally recommend and you guys can have your own whatever you recommend i i would personally recommend from the lucasarts stuff 
uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, yep. which I think is easily one of the best point and click That's adventure game. games. Yeah. And yeah. Secret of Monkey Island, obviously. Secret of Monkey Island, yeah. And I and just I'm gonna I'm gonna be a you know be that that crusty old dude that I referred to. You're saying Loom, aren't and, you? No, no. Oh. Well, I mean, sure, also, but I mean, I was gonna say. I would recommend playing Secret of Monkey Island without the new graphics, oh. which I really think just changed the game. It's not, first of all, I just don't think they look good for one thing. I just, you know, aside from, from, you know, whether they, they, they look like how I think they should or not, I actually just don't really think they're that good looking. Um, but I also think they, they add a very specific style to Guybrush, especially with the voice acting that in the first two Monkey Island games just wasn't there at all. He was basically, to me, an empty character in those games. And I, I find that a very interesting facet of, of those games. Like he, he becomes whatever, whatever mood he needs to be at any given time, reg- depending on what he's saying. Whereas when you put that voice acting in, he sort of always becomes goofy, yes, yeah. semi snarky guy. And th- there's not really any way to have him just effortlessly slide into these different personas. Uh, like there is when, when you don't have the voice acting. I don't, I think voice acting in general is great, but in that particular game, I, I just mm-hmm. not, not a big fan of it. Um, and then on the Sierra side, I would recommend King's Quest Six. I think you actually have to buy all of the King's Quest. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was that expensive. I don't no, know, it was but... cheap. I think it's like fifteen bucks for all of them. But yeah, six is um, great. Six is awesome. I think that I, I'm. Not, I was a big fan of the Sierra games as a kid. I feel they've aged a lot worse than the LucasArts games. But six, which was one of the last King's Quest games, I think is by far the best King's Quest. It was co-designed by Jane Jensen, who did um, Gabriel Knight. Gabriel Knight, and um, I think she's a much better designer than than Roberta Williams. Who, who did the King's Quest series. Um, so that was really good. King, King's Quest 4 was also okay. Um, some of the Space Quest games were good. I um, never really played the Space Quest yeah, games. I, played, I only I ever played, played King's Quest 5 and 6. Four, King's Quest, or Space Quest 4 was good, but it was hard as shit. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, I would recommend King's Quest 6. It's great. I mean, if, like Adventure games that are that are newer, yeah. uh, you might want to check out uh, Dave Gilbert's games. At, uh, oh, yeah, it's a good, good like, call. Wajet I, dot com. I meaning like E-Y-E. your face, not yeah. the letter. Yeah. Also the uh, the I don't remember the name of the like the studio or whoever it is, but the guys who did the game called Been There, Dan That. That's B. Oh yeah, yeah. I keep meaning to talk about that. Like, is that Zombie Cow? Our, is that what it's called? Zombie yeah, Cow Zombie Cow. One of yeah. our Thumbs Forum uh, yeah. community members. That's also good stuff. Yeah. And also. I'm just gonna say if you if you're interested in a game from Telltale, I would recommend Seven Max Season Two. Cool, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah, that definitely seems to be the 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 best received. Yeah. Um. Um. So there's a bunch of games. Yeah. There's there's actually a surprising number of of adventure games made and a surprising number of adventure games still available for. Yeah. It's just no one cares about any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's funny that all of a sudden enough people do that publishers are finally putting stuff putting their old games out again, which I think is important. I mean, yeah, it's not just for adventure games, but I think it's generally. I really like that LucasArts put all that stuff out, and then you could you could see the active. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We're we're sitting on these compilation packs. Put those up on Steam. Go go go! Yeah. Um. Oh, also, if you have a DS, uh, you might as well. I mean, you could look into the first Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Oh, Oh. Oh. That's, oh. Phoenix Wright is attorney is a it, it's a totally adventure style game. It's, yeah. it's it's obviously from Japan. It's it feels very different than than Western yeah, adventure. It's a games. lot more sort of slideshow like. It's yeah, it's it's definitely animation. sort of first person stuff. But it is that that game. I really like, like the first one. Like nailing the first one is really like good. Yeah. when you actually sort of yeah. defeat someone in the courtroom. It's just right. it's the most it's like awesome. gratifying feeling it's in really the entire good. world. Which I, you just totally adventure agree. games don't have don't they, have story beats like that mechanically driven kind of thing. Just anyway. That that series kind the of worked also into me a bit. Yeah, Phoenix, they were all Phoenix, kind of right. the same, but yeah. But it's yeah. definitely worth checking out the first one. And then also on the DS, um, isn't Broken Sword available on the DS? Yeah, I don't know if 
maybe there was Broken Sword was also on the GBA, and I think that version of it was just like impossible to play. But I, um, I, I, I think the DS one might be a may, better. Oh, better. Maybe that, I think I, that game. Yeah. They keep porting it to things. Yeah. Well, Broken Sword's a good game. Yes. Also, um, you know, in terms of in terms generally of stuff that you can't necessarily get on Steam or or on a console. Um, if you are interested in the old LucasArts stuff and you can get a co- and you get a copy of the game via eBay or whatever, scumvm.org is a scummvm.org. That's a great utility that will allow you to play yeah, also, any of that stuff on any platform you could ever imagine. Basically, this is obvious information, but if you are really looking for old adventure games and have not played any of them, please play Monkey Island Two, Day of the Tentacle, and Full Throttle because yeah. those are some of the best yeah. PC games I think that it were ever made. No, I agree totally. Oh, and, and I would also go to that list. Yeah. And I would all, good too. I would add. I'm, I don't know, man. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just, I just, I just love that game. But, I and Monkey Island Three, and everything yeah. by LucasArts. I probably um, actually <laughs> like Grim Fandango more than Day of the Tentacle at this point. It's, it's pretty far up there for me. I just, um, I there. Are, yeah, let's not get into a debate. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it has it has some significant flaws from a design standpoint. But man, I just love the story and theme of Grim Fandango. It really is amazing. amazing. Yeah. I mean, if and you can say anything about, yeah. I mean, ugh. The, the adventure genre is dated in a lot of ways, but if you can say anything about it, I think I, I, I think I can take off my my rose tinted nostalgia glasses long enough to 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 fairly objectively and confidently claim that those games still to this day pretty much have the best writing and story that can be found in games they ever. Have the the really good adventure games from the right, 90s. the good that, ones. They have such, yeah, they have such yeah. a good strong tone and aesthetic sense that just nobody has at this yeah. point. Just the the combination of sort of creativity and budget versus maximum sort of achievable resolution and fidelity just yeah I mean, sort of a nice harmony that was a, it, everything there, came yeah. together very nicely yeah. it's good stuff yeah and it's and you know a lot there's some especially in like full throttle and grim fandango and a couple other games there were some awkward kind of gameplay sequences that get in there that, that don't hold up very well at all but blade runner know, is like that as you, well yeah blade runner is like that also but you know you play an old game and you got it you, you have to yeah. expect some of that we stuff. all like adventure games apparently from the 90s what i like just we were just we recorded yeah. like a second podcast. I know. So yeah, like, I know. Hey, yeah. Adventure games are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But but I you know. Um, the call of the nerd. It's true. <laughs> but I, I think Full Throttle to me still has pretty much the best writing. You got in. You got in Pikmin Two multiplayer. You got but in Full I Throttle. I, I can't not. I can't not. Yeah. Yeah. I right. like Grim Fandango better, Nick. Well, those, those, like two for, those two for me are, are which uh, throttle and yeah, those are yeah. sort of at the top of my pile. Yep, they're good. Um, all right, uh, GKR writes, "Dear the Idle Thumbs Podcasts, I was wondering how you guys feel about Moon being the first in a planned trilogy. I really liked it, and only ever saw it because you mentioned it on Twitter. Moon, but, the movie is it the first in a planned trilogy? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, no, it's uh, talking he, about the. We're talking about Moon for DS. The DS game. He's he's definitely not talking about the DS game because we've never talked about that. All right. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely talking. Thinks you're talking about the DS game. He He may think we're talking about the DS game. He calls it a film, so he's not talking about that. (laughs) Oh, weird. Um, Because I, it's not a planned trilogy, is it? Well, no. There is a statement from from Duncan Jones that says something to the effect of the next one is an epilogue to that, and then there's going to be another one. What? I mean, he he says he wants to. Weird. Yeah. I think actually what I think really Duncan Jones just doesn't actually specifically know what his next few movies are going to be because he I he feel did. like he's said like he's four different things projects, are all yeah. his next movie. Well, uh, I know I think the one that he's making right just after recently Moon is is not in this thing, but he's he keeps talking about okay. other sci-fi projects okay. and stuff. Yeah, and I think he the next one's not sci-fi. I know. No, he also has said he would like to 
make all of his sci-fi movies in the same universe. Yeah, I like so. I like that this There's is what a really we're talking about on our video game podcast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, while we're well, on the topic, question gets into video games. So okay. Oh, just before before yeah, we go, go on to that, while sure. we're on the topic, there's a really good interview with Duncan Jones um, uh, out there. It's a video interview. It's like an hour long, and it's just him in his office just talking very candidly. You should look it up. I think it's. God, I think it's on like Slash Film. I think it's like one of those random movie sites, right. but it's actually really, really good. You should you should go check it out. Also, see Moon. Yes, yeah, yeah, Moon if yeah. you still have it, because I, yeah. I think since we last mentioned it, it's actually come to a decent number of theaters now, whereas it right, wasn't yeah. when we, it's when actually we previously still expanding about it. quite a bit. Yeah, it is. So. The Moon is expanding. Yeah, that's no Moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says not all movies need to be trilogies. I think it ended really well. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything on air, but I really think a sequel could take away from the original. This happens with a lot of video games as well, which I guess I'm just mentioning. So it's not a question about movies, just some video game jerks uh, with love, GKR. So, yeah, that that is definitely true. That said, yeah. like, for I guess in the case of Moon, I sort of trust that guy that then whatever the next movie is, isn't going to be like moon two the, the moon next two. shot you're, yeah. they wouldn't call it moon two yeah moons yeah. you would call it uh, two moons mooned from dave perry <laughs> mooned <laughs> yeah i uh but yeah that it, people but I, I do think that is a well yeah a, i a mean disease in the video game industry it's sure a, it's but a that's disease, it's a disease, a disease in the that publishers industry. love i mean like, not anywhere as strongly as video games back to the future close. one the matrix one pirates of the caribbean one I don't yeah, know. With video games, it's all of them. It's I guess every that's true. single successful video game. The number of when you look at the at whatever the top ten box office is, well, count how many of them are sequels, the and then look is, at though, the, look at the NPD with films. Video I mean, games the and count brand how many of those are is sequels. the actor or the director. Like it's a it's a Harrison Ford movie, but in games nobody knows. You know, oh, it's a grin game. You know, like nobody fucking yeah. cares. Nobody knows. So it's it, it goes back to you know the the title of the game. I mean, it's a Half Life game. Okay, I, well, I like that. I'll buy Half Life. It's partly that, but it's also that. There's not anything remotely close to the level of we've got this engine, we've got all these assets, and we've got yeah. this gameplay mechanic all worked out, and we can basically just make more levels and yes. toss it. Like making any video game is a huge endeavor, but I mean, there's nothing like that in film to that same extent. Like you've still got to every, every frame you sh yeah. There's television exactly. Yeah. It's probably the closest thing. Yeah. Um. But you know, and the, the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, in film, it's, in film, TV, it's mainly I restricted mean, really. to like sci-fi and fantasy and like action franchises. But you're just you're, your average is film that's just you know not from like sort of a nerd genre is not usually turned into like a 10 entry series i mean in games it's pretty much a given if you have a successful game you will make a sequel if your game is successful enough the publisher will make a sequel i mean there's just no th well, there really isn't any way around that it's not even that really i mean it's, if it's not a success, it won't be a sequel. I mean, there won't be a sequel, right? I mean, they they plan them as a, as right. a as a platform, right. as a, as a yeah, franchise. Exactly. I mean, you and, know. yeah. And the guy brings up trilogy, which is one of my. I hate that shit. I hate how fucking everything is a goddamn trilogy now. That that's true in you know fantasy and sci-fi films. That's true in every game. You soon as it, before a game's Star even Wars out, you've that, got the creative director up there being like, "Yeah, we really want this to be a trilogy." I. Yeah, absolutely that's hate that shit I, I can't stand it i have to say that i do i do slightly forgive games for sequelizing themselves more than films because just what sometimes what people want is oh no i know i mean yeah, you yeah, you yeah, you, yeah. you get you know just more or more iterated uh, core mechanic you know is, is different is, than watching yeah. uh, the second i agree yeah you know, I, I, agree. I think the, I don't... the real problem with game sequels though is that they are just more and what i very few of them diverge enough to where it's 
like when we're talking about moon you know we have confidence that he would make a, a sequel that is not just more moon but but with a game it's it's always just more of that right and not even in a, in a mechanic sense it's also in a thematic sense and i mean you, you know what i'm saying like well, yeah, you're gonna use a lot of the same assets use a lot like, of the same assets the actual same textures are gonna they, be used they, yeah the, just the, the level of risk is just you know you could try right. to just going i think down it's because games the, are are so poorly understood from business sense poorly understood from a from an audience sense as soon as you get out of a certain very specific core group of people that stuff is so incredibly poorly understood that it's essentially all companies can do to try to just sort of yeah. get any measure of success and go oh thank god let's make a thousand of these goddamn things i can whereas in film it's so much easier to just make a film in some genre without an established brand behind it and say i think we can market this to these people yeah um it's really hard to do that in games yeah. and i it's still fr i mean all of this said and jake you know i, I know what you're saying as well in terms of just well, you know, i'm not saying, I'm not saying that do, i love it but i'm saying no, no, that but it, I mean, it, yeah it's just you know. sometimes you just want it someone made a cool mechanic well, and you do just want to yeah. play more of it yeah um but you know it is i think in aggregate it does kind of frustrate me and i i frequently end up just not playing sequels because an example I, of this for you know, me is 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 and I don't want to say this as a knock on the game because I'm, I'm looking forward to the game and I think yeah. it'll still be good. Bioshock 2. Yeah. I wish that that game didn't have to be set in Rapture. I right. wish that they could, and maybe that was just what they wanted to do, but I, I feel like that is what all sequels sort of are. You want, Bio, into. you want Bioshock on the moon. I do want on the moon. I and they, 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 they said that as a joke. Like, we'll do the moon base in, in Bioshock I know, and I'm 5. like, yeah. I'm like, do that at two. <laughs> like, why isn't there just that huge, well, like, wah, you know? Yeah. Wait, they said that? I thought we said that. No, they act. That was a joke that that um, okay. that was made. Bioshock Five and, on the moon, GDC or something. Yeah, moon shock, lunar shock. Yeah, yeah, two. So anyway, <laughs> back to the moon. <laughs> yeah, they also went to the moon in Bioshock Three, but they they were, you know, <laughs> <laughs> try again. Yeah, um, it's, it's moon revenge. Yeah. Duncan Jones' Bioshock 5 Moon 2. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of game movies are going to run off the road. Yeah, I know. Well, they're all They retarded. just announced, they like, just 10 announced of them the like a billion of, of them. Yeah. yeah it's and they all have the most worthless writers behind them. I know. Or maybe they're actually secretly There's this good, one guy who's writing like three or films. four of these, too. Yeah, that keeps happening. Kyle something or whatever. Yeah. And I just keep seeing For some his name reason, everywhere. It seems and he has like... no credits to his name, of course. Well, there are some that don't have credit to their name. And they're always. Who knows if he's like a genius, but like, yeah. Probably he's not writing that movie if he's a genius. No. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't know, maybe he's separately a genius, but regardless, oh. I don't think that... Also, even a genius can't write three movies concurrently and make them all amazing. Yeah, well, that's, movies. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like Grin this year. Yeah. Grin, yeah. like, speaking of them, they, they released like three games this year. They've, well, no, I guess four if you count Rearmed, but they just released... Four games, three of which were total bombs, both critically and commercially. Yeah. The uh, Terminator Salvation, the Bionic Commando game, and uh, Wanted, the Wanted game. Right. All three of those were completely maligned by both, you know, the audience and reviewers. Jesus. Yeah. I guess that's what happened. They they really just exploded out of nowhere into this really hot studio. Yeah. And now, God, they have fired a bunch of people recently, too. Yes, they did. Um, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Josh Ham calls back to the hypersonic effect. He says, I picked up Akira on Blu-ray the other day oh, and nearly choked on my drink when I read the precaution about the hypersonic effect in the liner notes. Yeah. Uh, I'd re completely forgotten about that until just then. Thanks, guys. Then he includes a bonus IGN quote. You will spill your beer, IGN.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, speaking of that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of oh, beer spilling. What was the domain? 
IGN.com.info.biz. Oh, yeah, someone had a... Someone had a uh, it's the return of the Idle Thumbs related like domain, domain name. Situation, yeah. Oh, nice. Someone also wrote in to ask us how to, how to forward a domain to idlethumbs.net. Um, I don't know. I don't really know how people actually do that. It's probably, yeah. it's probably really easy, but we don't... If you want to check out um, the new page, it is IGN.com, written out, I-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M dot info. Uh, it's a false <laughs> IGN-styled homepage, which is just nothing but uh, ridiculous IGN uh, Twitter quotes. Like false, false IGN box quotes and some other links, but it looks pretty good. Looks like IGN. Thanks, El Muerte from the Idle Thumbs forums. Yeah. Also, we don't know how to point domain names to other ones because we're actually technologically inept. Apparently, <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Yeah, actually, it's Doug Tobacco, the old Idle Thumbs web admin from 2004, is yep. back to helping he us run the all site. Of our problems. He's a magical he's man, smarter than us. <laughs> um. Yeah, so here here's one of the Command and Conquer questions I was I was mentioning earlier. So Anonymous writes, uh, Dear Idle Thumbs, I have a story to share with you that was passed on from a war veteran at a bus stop. During the Second World War, there was a metal shortage. In my village and the surrounding area, they dug up the copper cables. They were later replaced with cheaper aluminum cables. Oh, aluminum, he says. This person must be from the UK. Um, I'm informed that this happened a lot, and the copper cables are better conductors for today's internet connections. As a result, our connection in this rural area is very limited. Private companies will not invest in the infrastructure because the cost outweighs wow. potential customers. You claim wireless will be everywhere, but even that's not viable because the high, closest high-speed access point is miles away, and it will be uh, it will and will be until wireless technology can span miles of rural England, if ever. I'll be one of those people squatting on the Amazon page for CNC4, giving it a 1 out of 5 rating because they didn't include a server-authorized offline mode. Yours truly anonymous. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, Sorry. That, that's fair enough. I mean, there's nothing really we can but say. But you know what, though? I mean, what? look, the internet. <laughs> oh, man, here comes <laughs> the Nick. The internet, if you think of the internet as a platform, then in the same way that you think of the iPhone as a platform, I think... You the know, iPhone contains the internet. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you just think about it in that way, I mean, come on. I'm sorry that you can't play that game. It sucks, but. Eh. <laughs> well, also, my, I mean, I guess my other response would be to that. What about every multiplayer game ever? I mean, you can complain about the entire yeah, concept exactly. of multiplayer exactly. gaming existing, but yeah. I, I mean, it, it is genuinely unfortunate. Like, I, I don't know. Nick is a little more callous, I guess, but I well, know, no, I, I feel bad for the guy. But look, you, you know, this. I mean, if you're gonna live in the sticks, you know what? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jeez. no, yeah. Well, no, I mean, look, I, I grew up in in Michigan. I I I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't have a lot of things. Michigan sucks. I didn't have an arcade in Michigan, but I didn't complain that I didn't have such and such arcade game in Michigan. I mean, it's just it's, we found it's just the curmudgeon old guy who plays adventure games. <laughs> yeah, here he is. He also Nick hates Brecken. everything else. Yeah. Um, are we done? You've you're well. There, with a there was another. There was another. Um, <laughs> another. I, I don't need to find it necessarily right now because uh, I, I remember basically what it is. But someone else wrote in also about CNC four. Um, and brought up a counter to Jake's point about this it not needing to be um, authenticated when you're playing single player. Um, his point is that the whole, according to EA, the entire point of this feature is that your experience is the same experience, the experience that you accrue in single player and multiplayer is part of one persistent system. And so if you're not authenticating when you're in single player, it'd be very easy to simply crack the game in single player mode and send the server a bunch of bullshit data when you do authenticate to the server so like a trainer or something like that that levels you up essentially when you're offline and then when you send that data in it's uh, it's oh. been tampered with um that was basically his his response he's saying doing it this way will will essentially so you can just... you can do 
illicit things offline and then right. and then sync that information back up. Right. Which is basically how the way people fuck with servers. I mean, that's the way, you know, that's what people do when they fuck with servers is they have a client that sends the server uh, bullshit information. I mean, that's how people cheat in online games. Right. But um, why do you need to have the game running to do that? Why don't you edit the close the game, unplug your network cable, edit the I guess I guess it makes sense because you're always online at all times. Fair enough. I, I don't know that. I think no matter what is done, someone is going to figure out some way to get around it, and that way will then be patched out. Um, but that yeah. that is a, that is a totally fair point. I mean, he he sa- he says that he his guess anyway is that he thinks it's doubtful that it'll be something that will be as easily cracked out because that functionality will be built into sort of every interaction, like yeah, yeah, at every no, step along sense. the way, the game is expecting to have that going on. So he thinks it would be a more elaborate process. To uh, I can totally see that. I'll, I I accept this is that. Ju- this is Jordan that, uh, Cohen, by the way. I did find the email. Um, Go ahead. The Ubisoft Nick. CEO made uh, about. Oh yeah, uh, that was weird. PC piracy. We have the ultimate PC <laughs> tremendously. We've got a tool. Yes, a tool. A tool it's that we have here. It's coming maybe at the end of this year. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what that if that's that just weird? If that's just some kind of always online check. Yeah. Who knows? Um, also, by the way, the same guy who did write in about about this also did have so you know he did have some other opposite opinion not opposite but some other opinions about it. Um, Basically saying, you know, he does... Looks like an 80s sci-fi cover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He says... uh, You know, he basically says this is a a more severe copy protection scheme than Spore. You know, Spore had the activation limits. Um, He he considers this more onerous than that from from a certain standpoint because it's something that has to be going all the time. Yeah, it is is Um, definitely the fact that it's always looking at you and is always on is definitely more invasive but it, right from a from an end user experience point of view it is it is yeah. less frustrating yeah if, that's if you're difference. if you're willing to accept the fact that there's an internet connection watching you play right um yeah through I, through your uh webcam yeah. um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right but yeah just, i mean i know that having having like when this one goes wrong it's probably equally or more frustrating than the spore one because you're just fucked forever right but when it works, it's got to be um, yeah. infinitely, like just immeasurably friendlier. And I guess I just, I guess I just compare it to a multiplayer game because I mean, I guess, I, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's like I've played so many multiplayer games that that do require online onica- authentic- ugh, authentication and always have that. It's like at this point, it's I mean, no it, different in my mind. Right? Yeah. Same here. It's like I mean, yeah. I couldn't play any of those games games if my internet went down either. If yeah. I wanted to play them online, I mean, that's just, just um, yeah. uh. Then there's someone else who wrote in. Oh, and the reason I wanted to compare it is because someone else wrote in about uh, Anno 1404 or Dawn of Discovery, which we were talking about. Yeah. Because that game actually does have an activation limit. And that right. actively bothered me way more than any online authentication ever has. Because as soon as I installed it, it's like you've used up one of your three authentications. Yeah. And like that, I mean, you know, that's not if probably something goes never wrong. That's just, that limit, yeah, but I it's probably just, won't it's hit annoying it, but it's, to know that it's irritating, you know? I don't like that it's there. Yeah. It bothers me way more than yeah. an online thing does. Um, the same guy asks us also, have any of you played the Wii version of, of Anno 1404? Um, I, I haven't, Nick. No, it just no, it looks kind it of... It didn't look like I'd want to play it. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard some good things about it, but I don't usually play multiple platform versions of the same game. If it's if it's my own game and it's not, I'm not a depressive event, I usually don't bother. I don't think most people do. Um Oh, Chris McKenna was the person who wrote in about adventure game recommendations. He said he was born in 1990, so he was too young to play, to kind of experience the golden era of adventure games. Mm. Um, he runs a site called Copy and Paste Games. Um, 
so yeah, we we addressed that. Cool. Um, we're probably way over time here. Yeah, yeah. And there cool. was a major topic that we wanted to cover. And what was there? Yeah, and I can't. What was remember, it? I can't remember what it was. It, MMOs. Like, we want no. There's something else. Video games? Yeah, oh, oh, that was it. Oh, oh god man. damn it. Well, <laughs> next week. Anyway, sorry, Norwegian guy, for not yeah. listening to you. <laughs> what? I don't know. Someone someone from Norway wrote in last week and said, make them less long. And oh, then yeah. people, other people wrote in saying, don't listen to that Norwegian guy. Well, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> so also, get a bonus half hour of us talking about poo and donkey dogs. <laughs> um, Bye. Hey, what was that topic? Thank you.